A show about the history of the New York football giants. My name is Justin Pennock, joined alongside my co-host every week, one of my best friends in the world, Nikki Snacks. And Snacks, I'm really glad that somebody else is here with us who really enjoys and appreciates putting football before giants, not just you. And I do get criticism sometimes, believe it or not, of saying the New York football giants and how often I say football and the way that I say football with two strong syllables. We have Sam Prince here. Sam. We're recording today, one week ago, your life kind of drastically changed a little bit, and we are so happy and so thankful to have you on. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, Justin and Snacks. My life changed for a little bit, changed completely, <laughs> but on podcast shows like this, but I've been looking forward to Bleeding Blue for ever since you DM me on Twitter. Well, uh, Sam, I will, I will say this, and uh, Justin, you're right, I think we... We may have finally found my match because watching watching Sam and his mm. excitement on that stage when we when he announced that we got Kayvon Thibodeau is kind of like how I watch or how you probably watch me when I'm 44 beers deep at 12 o'clock at a Giants tailgate. So um, I think I think we found the number one energetic Giant fan in the world. And I will say this: I we were saying it before, but you understand when when Kayvon Thibodeau goes to the Hall of Fame and in the Giants Ring of Honor. Everybody will remember yes. who called that name on so, stage. Yeah. So people were talking about that to me if he ever. So my whole, like, I'm going to knock on something. If he does what you just said, my dream is to uh, is to announce him in, in, in those moments because wow. that would be a full circle moment. I think Mr. Maurer and the Giants organization want that to happen. What do you guys think? I, I would say if they don't let that happen, then that's malpractice on their end because – I, you're all of us Giants fans are always going to remember Sam Prince when we hear and see Kayvon Thibodeau. The reason why we're having you on this history show that that we do, you know, because Bleeding Blue is a is a Giants history show, and even though like literally you made the pick one week ago, we're gonna remember that. Like if Joe Shane and Brian Dable and Dabe's if they turn around this team and when they do, not even when if they, when they when, do when they turn around this team we're going to remember that moment as kind of like the start of it, right? You know, being excited about Kayvon Thibodeau's superstar potential. And I and I will say, I don't think the pick is the same if it's Evan Neal. But the fact that it's with Kayvon and the fact that Kayvon was that first pick and he has that superstar potential with that personality and you guys had that moment together where you really were, I feel, the manifestation of Giants fans, like millions of Giants fans, on that, on their couches that night, in terms of how we felt, and you yep. were that guy on that stage dapping him up. So really, it was a historic, historic moment, and it doesn't take five, ten years to go by for us to realize how historic of a moment that was. And that is why I'm so glad that you are here. Yep. Wow. And I want to say, I want to say too, because that reaction that you gave 
I think that amped Thibodeau up even more because once yes. he sees you going nuts, Thibodeau's going nuts and the whole hug and everything. It was, it was something. And Justin, I'm so happy you said that because the day after the day after it happened, I tweeted out, I said, the young man who I'm giving all the credit to for when we finally turn this ship around. Thank you, Sam Prince. And I put the gif on. So when this, when this ship does get turned around, you were the ringleader. And yes. for that, I will always thank you. And Justin knows this. When people do well for me and my sports teams, I put them in my will. And mm. Sam, you're in my will. You will be in my will. Whoa, whoa, Nikki Snacks. First of all, I got to follow you on Twitter if I don't already. Thank you so much for the will. And you know what? That's an honor for me to, you know, be the quote-unquote ringleader for the Giants right now. That's it. You That's know, it. You're the, you're the guy. You're the guy that started this engine back. Let's go. Look, Giants, well, when was the last time we had a great draft that we were all proud of and happy? Not just one pick. 1941? Ugh. A very long time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have you been able to really sit back and think about because it's been one week at the time that we're recording this have you been really able to sit back and really reflect on how awesome everything has kind of gone between that moment and even you know meeting Eli Manning before the actual draft and you know flying out to Vegas have you been able to sit back yet or are you still going a million miles an hour I'm still going a million miles an hour I'm still on cloud nine Justin you know I have thought about it you know it really hit me like after the fact when I was on you know like like just soak it up. My phone was on do not disturb the whole weekend. So I wouldn't, you know, go on my phone and stuff like that. So I wanted to soak it all in. And I think one of the coolest parts that wasn't the surprise or the announcement was when I went on NFL network to anchor mm. the show. That was incredible. That, that was, was uh, that was a surprise. That, that was, a, awesome. and that was not planned. No, no. You had they, no idea. So they just threw you into the fire. They're like, they're like, Hey, Rich is like, Hey, you know, Sam, you want to become a sports broadcaster. Let's do something like this. You're going to be in my chair. The exact, and then you're going to anchor the rest of the show. I went down to Daniel, Charles, Peter, and of course, Rich. And then I closed out the show. Uh, and, and you did a great job. So I, I could, I could see it already. Your future is, is beyond bright. And somebody with all that knowledge and that, that intensity and that fire, that's that people, that people want to see that when I'm watching TV, I want to see, I want to see that resonate. And, and with you at such a young age already, what, what are you 17? I'm 19, 19. Like that's insane to see. At, at that young age. So I, I wish you all the luck. And I know we'll be seeing you on our television screens for a long time. Well, maybe not me. I, I won't be around too long, but. Nikki <laughs> Stacks, you're not that old. You, you, you're talking like you're like a hundred years old. You're like, oh, you know, I'm all like, oh, you know. I'm gonna, you know I, I, blah, feel, blah, blah. I feel a hundred years old. Snacks, Snacks' soul has been through a hundred years worth worth of adversity. Uh, so sp uh, speaking of. Uh, I guess, you know, kind of talking about a long time, you in a way have had to wait quite a while to to make this pick because I know <sighs> that this was supposed to happen in 2020. So obviously it was worth the wait. But oh, yeah. are you eventually getting to a point where it's just like, ah, is this thing going to happen? You know, I'm sure there there's so much stuff that's happening in the world that's out of your control and, and stuff like that. What, you're waiting two plus years for to actually make this pick and to make this happen. It obviously was worth the wait, but how is that kind of process just waiting it out and everything like that? You know, Justin, Snacks, let's go a little serious here. I was devastated in 2020 when my mm. wish was postponed. Devastate. I, I was really just upset. Like it, it was a whole mood change for me. I was not as energetic. But then when the draft came around, I was still happy because, you know, it's annual draft day. I mean, how could you not be? 
So when Andrew got selected, I was very happy. I really like Andrew. I think he's doing very well for the Giants. Aaron Drew, as you guys have a shirt from him mm. on JohnPointMedia.com. Oh, I, I, I you know, plug. Yeah, a little <laughs> plug right there. So I'm a big Andrew fan, and Make Wish actually surprised me. They felt the, the Giants heard about my story in the NFL, and Andrew heard about it, and he wanted to meet me. So we had a 20 to 30-minute Zoom call. Oh, awesome. and it was awesome. He's a really cool guy. We still stay in touch right now. I still, I, unfortunately I've not met him in person yet, but you know, hopefully I will soon. I have his Jersey. I was wearing it yesterday when I was talking to Justin on a zoom call with Bobby Saxon. Unfortunately, we're not there. I was a little late. I'm sorry, but congratulations on your uh, ring of honor. Oh, I, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that. Yes. No, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's out. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's out there. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's out there. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to like say yes when you guys induct me in the ring of honor when Stacks is late. <laughs> I, Listen, I was, so, I, I was like genuinely upset. Cause when Justin told me that I could be a part of it, I was like, I was honored and I was elated. Um, but I, just to that point about the, the 2020 and listen, yeah. that, that's heartbreaking. And I can only imagine yeah, how it was, it was feeling. heartbreaking, but you know what, you know what, you know, what's funny, Sam, the world works in mysterious ways where I was always brought up. My mother used to tell me everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, maybe that the, the COVID and the cancellation of your wish all happened for a reason. You got to go to Las Vegas in front of all those people. Instead of doing it over a Zoom and announcing mm. it like that, you were in front of all those millions of people watching and on, on TV. And you got arguably like a guy that, listen, everybody wanted Andrew Thomas, but, you know, that's not like a it's not, it's not flashy like K-Fox. Exactly, mm. right. Exactly. We got a flashy guy. When, okay. Since Odell, the Giants have a flashy player. Right. And right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this since I'm gonna say this since Strahan, the Giants haven't had a flashy defensive player. Correct. Correct. And it's th- this is this is a New York baby. No. We need this. And you know, 2020 and little I'm so I was also supposed to thinking about coming in 2021. I, in my mind, I thought it was going 21, but you know, that was never official. So then the Giants surprised me in 2022. But, you know, they're like, yeah, we can't, you know, unfortunately, COVID. I, I was upset. I was like, yeah, that was a Sam Prince mind fault thing. I trapped myself in the mind to do that. We've all and, been there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Snacks, I do agree with you. Everything does happen for mysterious reasons. You know, I got to announce Kayvon Thibodeau's name. I'm going trending on Twitter. You know, everyone, all the Giants fans love me now. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And, and, and you, you got more Twitter followers than me now. <laughs> Wait, no, no way. No way. No way. Listen, yeah. listen. If anybody deserves it, it's you. It's you. Yeah, oh, thank you, Nikki Snacks. I have a question. So when we bring on, when we bring on guests and, and whatnot, um, it's a little different because with the guests, we're not really talking about old history games or old history players and stuff. Where, yeah. where it's just me and Justin. That's what we normally do. So we, we, we like to we like to get the backstory of our guest fandom. So, you know, um, for me and, and probably Justin, we were born into it. Our families were Giants fans. I was wondering for you, was it was it a family thing? Did you have a favorite player when you were a kid? Like, how did you become a New York football Giants fan? All right. So I became a New York football That's Giants it. fan. Yes. So my whole family bleeds blue. My grandpa, Ben Tabs had season tickets for the Giants for over 50 years. He also had season tickets for the Jets, but we're not going to talk about the Jets here. We're talking about the Not Eagles. on this show. Not on we're, this talking, show. we're talking about the New York football Giants. We all believe blue. And he, we've been, I've been, we've, he's been going to games for so long. And my uncle goes with them. Um, my brother goes with them, Max. My uncle's name is Daniel. 
We call him Uncle D. My cousin Alec and my cousin Isabel goes. We're, it's a whole family thing. It's got four tickets. So I would, we go like each of us don't, we don't go to every game, but now everyone's, some people are in college in a way. So there are more tickets to spread around. So I wasn't always a biggest sports fan. I always liked the Giants, you know, because everyone liked them. I mean, what am I going to be that kid who likes the Jets? <laughs> Why would I ever want to be that person? Nope. I, I, I completely hear you. And, and that's, see, to me, you know, with the New York Giants, everything, no, I'm sorry, the New York football, football Giants. Giants. Everybody that I know and met, especially because we're all in New Jersey and it really is like a family thing. Like you're yes. born into this fandom, you know, you are, I mean? you are. You know, I was born in 93 and I didn't really pick up football until like 2000. You know, obviously the Giants had a great year and that's what made me fall in love. But I also didn't have a choice like many of us did. And our, our grandfathers were fans, our, our dads are fans, our moms, our, our brothers, our sisters. So to me, that that's a very special thing. You don't find, I, to me at least, maybe it's so, so little in the fact that I only know this area and Giants and Jets fans and stuff like that, but you probably go around the league and, and fans are, are picking whatever team they want from wherever they're from. Yeah. Here, it's, it's, it's like a family-built, driven thing. And, and to me, it's very special. So I, I love that. We are a family Giants sense. We're not going to talk about the Jets. This is the New York football <laughs> Giants we're talking about. Look, funny thing is about like family and teaching them football. My dad actually doesn't love sports as much as me and my, my whole family. Like He'll watch it with us. It's kind of funny. So my brother, Max Prince, taught me giant football on the stairs with a whiteboard he actually would teach me what a wide receiver was what a cornerback mm, was what, so cool what a quarter quarterback not a corner he would teach me the positions on a whiteboard it was pretty funny and you know i always like knew who like victor cruz was and because like you know he actually lived in my neighborhood yeah. for a couple of years but then unfortunately he moved cool guy and then you know eli i always loved eli and victor I, I, and then like, I, I remember watching the Super Bowls. I, again, unfortunately I was too young to really appreciate it. So it, it's really sad. And 2014, I became a fanatic. That see, I was going to ask like, what year was it really that, that hit you? Cause me and Justin have talked about it in the past, like, like 2000 is the year that I became the, the cycle that I am. So 2014, mm-hmm. that's, that's good to know. So you only got, you only got two years of coach Coughlin, huh? Yeah. It's pretty sad to think about it like that. And, so also thinking about snacks, you were born in 93. So you've technically been alive for the same amount of Super Bowls the Giants have won than the Dallas Cowboys have won. Wow. They just throw that shot in there. He knows the way to my heart, Justin. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. He knows the way to my heart. I hate that team more than I hate I, anything in the world. See, for me, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I hate the Eagles. You know what? I, I, I might be I might be transitioning to that because now that I'm down here, you know, in, in South Jersey, I see all Eagles fans, and it's it's, it's bad. Tough, man. It's tough. Uh, I have a call where you live, South Jersey. Don't I, do I, it. Don't do it. Oh boy. Do not say it. I'm not saying Central Jersey. Oh, thank God. Okay. I would never. There's no such thing as Central Jersey. <laughs> oh my God. It's North Jersey. No, right. there's North and South. There is no such thing as Central Jersey. I love this kid more than I love anything right now. So yeah, Sam. You know, I'm sorry. You know the way to man. You, you know okay. the way to snacks his heart. Okay. You really do, Snacks. Since you do live in North Jersey, you call it Taylor Ham or Pork Roll. Taylor Ham. Let's go. Thank you. It's not called <laughs> pork roll. Oh, that just sounds so. What am I eating? A pork rolled up. Yeah. It's Taylor ham. It's Disgusting. Sound, a pork roll sounds barbaric. If you really it's, think about it's it, it's gross. 
People are degenerates, and whoever calls it pork roll sucks. Excuse my are friend. You, are you, uh, are you, Justin? What do you call it? Taylor Ham or pork roll? It's it's Taylor Ham. It's Taylor Ham. Okay, good. I need to make sure. That's that's too far. All right, Justin. I, if you don't mind, can I can I bounce another question real oh, quick? Oh, please. It's gonna uh, be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a quick one. New, New Jersey Giants. I, 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 I'm telling you, the will, my will. I'm gonna start taking people out of my will just so I can give more to Sam. <laughs> Ah, that's really what I might start doing after all these unbelievable tricks to, to get to my heart. Are you sure you didn't prep him for this, Justin? Like uh-huh. say I'm, these things that trigger snacks and I'm positive. And it's, it's not that easy to, to really trigger you either in a good way or a bad way. So no, go ahead. no, no, it's not. All right. So, so we, we, we got in your fandom. Um, and yes, I know this is a history podcast, but last week is history. Yeah. Now you read Kayvon Thibodeau's name on that, on that card. Yeah. Who did, who, you don't, don't lie to us. I Who did you want, I guess, maybe before the draft started and you saw the first four players taken? Who did you want? And then when it was the first four taken, who did you want? I wanted Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> this is a- I didn't think he was going to be available. This I thought it was going to be the Detroit Lions. But then the Jaguars took Trayvon Walker. And then the whole draft fell to us. <sighs> That's that's it's Look, unbelievable. And you I, you don't you don't have to tell us the, the tricks of the trade or the, or the secrets or anything, but did you do you see that name when you get up there first, or you know it behind? So I'll I'll tell you how the whole thing works. Okay, so that, that's kind of my question. My, my cards upstairs, so I would show you, but I don't have it. You showed also, us last night on Talking yeah, Giants. Yeah, I yeah. show I showed you on Talking Giants, so it's it's available. You'll you'll watch it. I can get I get it if you guys really want. But so the card, there's a card name with the fifth pick. And the 2022 NFL draft, the New York Giants. It said New York Giants. I said New York Football Giants. <laughs> so I said to the Giants organization, "Is it okay if I say New York Football Giants?" And they said it's more than okay. Mm. And then it said Kayvon Thibodeau, the phonetically how to pronounce it, defensive end, Oregon. I say Oregon, but I now I say Oregon. I say either or. You know, it's technically tomato pronounced Oregon. Yeah, tomato tomato. So I was pronouncing his name and Akeem Aquano's name. And Zion Johnson, all these other prospects names the whole week. So I wouldn't become a living bad meme if I <laughs> mispronounce it on stage. That'd be terrible. So yeah, I got it right when you guys see on the TV to pick us in. That's when I know. That's when the commissioner knows. That's unbelievable. I I, w- I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have kept, I would have said like the complete opposite. But huh, that that's that's pretty interesting, Justin. I am. I, I, I'm kind of shocked. And Sam, while I, what I really appreciate about you is you were very clear that kind of different from the consensus of Giants fans, where I think a lot of Giants fans were so scarred of, get the lineman, just get the lineman and don't worry about anything else. But you were like, no, I want KT first. Oh, excuse me. I want Kayvon Thibodeau first. You know, KT's Canary's Tony. I want want Kayvon Thibodeau first. And that was, you know, now we can look back on it and say, that was like a little sneaky good move by Joe Shane because then they would have been fine with either tackle that fell to seven, either Neil or Aquanu, right? So you were that forward thinking. You were in, you know, you were thinking uh, with uh, Joe Shane, you and him were lockstep together thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, about yeah. Wanting, wanting Kayvon first. When a lot of Giants fans, we were like, we just want the tackle no. and then don't worry about anything else. No. The way I look at it is like if defensive players are falling and you're going to keep your pick at seven, you go for the best defensive player available. Mm. I'm a happy Kayvon happened to be Kayvon Thibodeau because he's not going to be built at seven. The Cowboys were trying to trade up with the Panthers to steal from us, and we didn't want another steal with Devontae Smith. So then I look at it like we're either going to Quanu or Neil. So I, either or, you take I that, wanted right? Neil. I mean, look, you get the one of the best tackles, 1A, 1B. I think Neil's a little better than Quanu. 
And then you got the second best defensive player in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and me and Justin, have, so, you know, during the week or something, I'll, I'll be on a drive or Justin will be on a drive or on a walk. He walked Mikey, his dog, and, you know, we'll just talk and talk and talk. And um, we, me and him have been hell bent on wanting Kayvon Thibodeau because while, yes, we desperately need that offensive line help, having that superstar game changing edge rusher has been. First of all, it's been the Giants' DNA for forever, yes. and we needed to get back to that. And a superstar like that, which he has superstar potential written all over it, we are all in lockstep at who we wanted at, at, at five in our first pick. So yeah. I couldn't be more thrilled that you got your guy and you got to announce your guy. Yeah. So the way I look at that, so I'm like, okay, you build the team with the offensive line and D line. That's the way you build up Amen. because look, I mean, that's the only way you can succeed in the NFL with a good offensive line and defensive line. There's no like, okay, you know what? Like the giants last year, I knew that Patriots game this season. I had, I had that feeling it's going to be a disaster and it was a disaster. Last yeah. Year. There's no secret about it. And we, you know why they, it was a disaster because they didn't build from the line and defensive line. They got, Kenny Galladay, all these flash players to distract us from the true meaning of how to build a football team. And well, the last was the last time the Giants had a star edge rusher. I'm gonna go with Justin Tuck. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, we love Justin Tuck. Towards the end of his career, he was kind of burnt out a little bit. So it's it's been it's been close to a decade. I would go with ten years, maybe yeah, even absolutely. since we won the Super Bowl. And yep. you were on the K show, Sam, and a phrase that they say all the time is you can't be half pregnant. Yes. And that's that's the way that the Giants have been building their their O line. They've been building it like they're half pregnant, kind of just hoping. Yeah. Hey, we're hoping this thing could fall into place. And I think they did the same thing with their D line last year, where Patrick Graham wanted to go with the very high blitz rate. He wanted to blitz a lot, but still quarterbacks were sitting back there with three plus seconds to throw, and it's tough. If you ain't getting home, it's going to hurt the secondary. It's going to hurt everybody. So I've I've loved your approach and how you've been kind of explaining that this is the right approach to do for the Giants. Yeah, I mean, look, the team last year, as I said, it was not too good. There was a couple of bright spots. But I, I just look at this football team like a totally different way. And Snacks, Justin, when was the last time Giants fans didn't complain about the offensive line? Uh, I'm getting tired of it, Sam. I, I'm getting tired of it. That was, the, that was the main thing of, you know, I've only been podcasting since 2018. So I can't imagine there have been beat reporters that have been here for longer. I'm getting to I I'm tired of it. I am tired uh, of of having the excuse of well, the Giants we offensive line is not good. I'm tired of it, man. You know? It's the same thing over and over Groundhog again. Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Oh, it's the new season line and edge rush. <laughs> yeah. And and no, Gentleman Jerry, we they would never do anything about it. Yes. But then Shane comes in. That's my guy. We got we got to just clap. Let's clap it up for Joe Shane right here. Clap it up for Joe Shane. For doing that for Giants fans, hopefully Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas are the tackles of the future and the stars on that line, and we won't ever ha- we won't have to complain about oh we need a tackle in the draft hey, blah it, blah blah. It's so it's so true. I think for at least the next decade they have figured out the two hardest positions to figure out on the yeah. offensive line. So that is a win in and itself. And real quick, just to circle back. Um, Sam, when you were on the Michael K show, I'm an avid Michael K show listener. I, I listen every day when I get home from work, I put it on my TV. Are you going to, are you going to take up Michael's offer about the Yankee game this year? Sacks. 
Is the sky blue? <laughs> I don't want to mean like right? I don't want to mean like an insult like that. I know, but, uh, I know. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. I mean, I don't really get why you wouldn't be a Yankees fan. I agree. You know, I, I don't, I don't like. Well, I'm good. I, I'm just, I'm just making. You two are too similar. We are. Wait, I, wait, snack. Serious question for you. Oh boy. What do you think of the Mets? Do you hate them? Despise them. I thank you. Thank you. I despise them almost as much as the Red Sox. I, they're close. They're, 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 they're one B to, to the Red Sox. Yo, their fans are like, oh uh, my gosh. I, I'll, I'll say one C because I now hate the Astros more than I hate the Mets. No, no. Okay. The Astros for me, I, I don't like them, but I have. It's softened up because they made it back to the World Series without cheating. It's, it's fair. That's that, fair. That, it's, that, it's Altuve. It, it's just Altuve. Altuve. I don't hate the Astros themselves. I only hate Altuve. Hate him. That midget. You that, two are too similar. Aaron Judge crazy. should have that freaking 2017 yep. MVP. Yep. I'll never forgive that little. Okay. okay. I, I told myself uh, I wouldn't curse, and I'm not going to. But I swear to God, if I ever saw Altuve in the street, I'd spit in his face. I right. I wouldn't sorry. do that. Sorry, sorry. It's I just, just say it's not that. It's not that. I strongly doesn't like Altuve. That's a better word. I, I sometimes take things over the top. I apologize. Yeah. This I apologize. so so Sam. So we're finding a lot of similarities between Snacks and Sam, but we're also finding out that just Sam is just genuinely a better person than Snacks. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think we could have told that a long time ago. But all right. So I, I know we we got to get wrapping up, and and I wanna I wanna bring up one more topic. It's a little. Sam, you're you're very uh, near and dear to my heart, um, not because of how you went about the whole draft and how humble and how awesome and how just kind-hearted and excited you've been, but I'm a Make-A-Wish recipient myself. No way. I never knew that. Yes. So Why, when, I, when I was, uh, yeah, when I was 16, I had, you know, I had, a, I had some cancer, whatever the case. Oh, my uh, God, we're, so not going, we're not going, no, please. I'm all good. My hair's back. I look great. Um, actually there's too much hair. I got to shave my face. I hate it. But anyway, so I, I always, my whole life, I wanted to, you know, as a kid growing up, I always wanted to be a giant season ticket holder. My parents never got season tickets. My dad put me on the waiting list the day I was born. We never got them. So I always wanted to call myself, just call myself a giant season ticket holder. So (laughs) stupid me might make a wish comes to my house. They're like, we want to grant a wish to, to Nicholas. I was like, me go give it a go give it a somebody else i don't know whatever so uh, we're talking 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 like what do you really want and my parents are like we could take a cruise to italy we could go on vacation we could renovate the house we could do all these things i'm like uh-uh. this is my wish so i <laughs> wish for giant season tickets for one season and it was an unbelievable year that unfortunately ended in deshaun jackson returning a punt uh... kicking us out of the playoffs but anyway <laughs> i always say that was the catalyst and I was the catalyst for our Super Bowl run the next year. But I was, you know, Zach, our, our, our friend Zach Rosenblatt wrote a little article about me and my tattoo and, all, and whatnot. You are now officially the number one make-a-wish kid for the New York Giants. And I, if there was a baton that I could pass, I can't pass any baton in the world. I'm glad to pass this one to you. Mm. So I... I'm glad this is this is the person that it happened to. And I just want to say that I appreciate you and everything you went through. And the fact that, like you were just saying, how upset you were in 2020 that it got canceled, that it came back around full circle, and that this experience was 20 times better than 2020 ever could have been. And I'm proud of you and everything you've been through and how you handled yourself through it. So uh, I love you. And 
great job and thank you for being on here and i'm sorry justin sam if i if that got a little bit emotional no, but no, it, no, no, it no, is no. something that is very uh been very very near and dear to my heart i watched the draft with my father and he was even tearing up because you know just for my family it's it's uh, it's something really special so uh make a wish is amazing the giants are amazing yeah. and you are absolutely amazing too so great job thank buddy. you thank you love you too snacks and you too justin <laughs> sam i have one more question for you i know you want to get into sports media yes so i want to know from you what kind of entices you the most? And this is honestly just a selfish question because I want to know this about you. What entices you the most about sports media? Like, is it broadcasting? Is it the content creator side of things? Babes. Producer? What What? What are you looking to get into? I want to host my own show one day for a major platform. Yeah, maybe John Boy Media wants to hire me one day. Ooh, we'll see. Hey. Off to no. a good start. <laughs> and that would be awesome right out of college. Do stuff with them. So, you know, I mean, my dream is to cover the NFL on a major platform. You know, I would love to be on TV and cover the draft. That is my ultimate dream. And also what entices me, uh, oh, and the Super Bowl, really, or just mm. any one of the major sports teams, major sports, sports leagues. I mean, that's on ESPN, NFL Network, NBA, NHL Network, all these major things. That's my dream because I get paid to talk sports. I don't want to just sit around a desk job all day and be miserable with my life. Amen. Amen. And I think, uh, unlike Justin, you have the face for TV. So oh, no, no, it's Justin's true. cool guy. No, he's Sam. He's ugly as him. It's I, I've always said that I have a, uh, I have a body for radio. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's how I've always approached things. So, well, I, I can, I can promise you after watching just a small portion of you on NFL network and hosting with rich oh, Eisen and all those big names, you got some future ahead, buddy. All right. Thank you, Snacks. I really appreciate that. Of course. All right, Sam. So what I want you to do to wrap us up, I want you to plug yourself. Plug, plug right. your socials, plug your podcast, and I'm going to include stuff in the description as well so people can click on it. I'll have you guys on the show soon. Hey. My podcast, Prince on the Pod. Once again, that's Prince on the Pod. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, on and on TikTok. And my personal account is Sam the Prince 14 on Instagram, Twitter. And once again, podcast, Prince on the Pod. Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, and personal Santa Prince 14 on Instagram and Twitter. All right, awesome. Right on. Um, Sam Prince, thank you so much for hopping on. We we really appreciate it. And again, um, this is a New York Football Giants history show, and I really do think, even though it's one week later, this is something that we're going to look back five, ten years from now when Joe Shane and Brian Dable, when Dabes, when they get when they collect two Super Bowls themselves, this is something that we're going to remember as the kickoff and the start of a new era for Giants football. So We'll see everybody next week. Until then, keep on bleeding blue. Peace.